Welcome to another installment of our podcast series, Carolina Chronicles, Stories of UNC Student Life. Today, we are introducing Nirav Patel, a proud Carolina alum that lives in Mooresville, North Carolina. In this episode, Nirav shares his experience as a Carolina Tar Heel. Enjoy. My name is Nirav Patel. I went to UNC between 2001 and 2005. Right, very, very cool. So I guess just getting us started off, why did you decide to go to UNC? Uh, I just grew up uh, kind of a fan of the school from sports. Uh, I lived about two hours away, so um, kind of just grew up being a fan. I applied there, early decision, got in. I didn't really apply anywhere else, uh, but I was very happy that I, that I went there. Do you want to talk a little bit more about what you studied in college and how you chose it? I studied uh, biology. I was a biology major. I had a chemistry minor. My dad is a is a physician, so I kind of grew up around healthcare, and I and I wanted to be in that field. Um, so it was either going to be pre med or pre dental. Uh, I ended up going the pre dental route, uh, so I'm a dentist now. But uh, yeah, that kind of just made my decision for me as far as what I was going to study. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just did that biology route and it was easy for me to get my prereqs done and, and apply and everything like that. You want to tell us a little bit more about the pre-dental classes that you had to take and like may- maybe just how you feel about the chemistry and biology classes at UNC because I've heard they're notoriously hard. So for me, the chemistry classes were a lot harder, um, especially analytical chemistry. Mm-hmm. The lectures were okay. The labs were where where it really sucked. <laughs> the lots of paperwork, lab reports were very time consuming. I wish that was one thing that we didn't have to do all the time. Um, I don't know how it is now. I think it's similar from what I've heard. Yeah, that was just the toughest part. Um, and actually, one of the labs I put off until my senior year to get to do because I just didn't want to do it <laughs> with the actual lecture course. Yeah. Um, but that, that was allowed to do back then, and, and it, it was easier because I had more time my senior year. Um, some of the graduate-level biology courses also were a little bit difficult, which we had to do two grad-level courses as part of the major to, to, oh, really? to get the degree um, back then. So I think microbiology, that was probably my hardest course out of all four years. Yeah, I did not like that one. <laughs> but... No, overall, I mean, it was tough, but like I said, just had to manage my time, you know, between social activities, knowing when to study, um, and, and then after that, it wasn't that bad. And you'd say you're still pretty pretty happy with your choice of, of what you studied in college today? Yeah, overall, I think so. Um, probably the only other thing that I, I would have liked to do more of would be maybe some entry-level business courses. Mm-hmm. The only part about that is I didn't want to go to the actual business school. So I know I know that once you got kind of far in with, with the business courses, you ended up having to go to Keenan Flagler biz, business school, and I didn't want to pursue that whole route. Mm-hmm. But. What is one thing about UNC that surprised you initially as a freshman? So one thing that surprised me initially was the diversity. Mm-hmm. I came from a small town. There wasn't much diversity where I came from, uh, so when, and I'm Indian, and when I got to school there and I saw a bunch of other Indian people, and I'm like, oh, this is different. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so the diversity was cool. Um, all the different uh, clubs that were available on campus, uh, and and they had they had a club for everything. So it was just ex- exposure to different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fall Fest was really cool. Like, oh yeah, you know, yeah. never experienced anything like Fall Fest. Getting to meet all the, the groups on campus, learning more about them, going to all the meetings. Obviously, sporting events. I was already a fan, just so being able to go to actual games, football games, uh, basketball games, uh, that was really cool. However, when, we, when 2001, 2002, we went from being Final Four contenders to 8-20 and 20 season that year oh, in basketball. Uh, so my freshman year for basketball wasn't what I expected. But by the time I graduated, Roy Williams was there, and uh, we ended up with a national championship. So I, I went through the lows and the highs. <laughs> One of the things that we're most interested about with the alumni is kind of seeing how UNC's changed over time from different people's perspectives. So do you have any thoughts, like, overall about how UNC's changed since you've been there? I guess I have gone back to visit a couple of times. It has been. I guess they've constructed a lot more buildings. Uh, it does look different. Is there anything like like about Franklin Street that's like way different to you, or like like just the surrounding area that's that's just like developed now, or is it just? Actually, the last time I went on Franklin, more or less was the same. Yeah. Um, obviously, new restaurants, different businesses that were not you know that were there before, not there now. But I actually like the growth. I like I like how things are are coming up. I guess the only other thing that I would that I'm not familiar with. It was a big issue back then. It's probably still a big issue now. Was parking? The parking situation on campus is terrible. Yeah, that was probably the most frustrating thing. And if it's not gotten any better, that's that's probably one thing I would critique. Yeah, they gotta work on this. I can assure you, it's only gotten worse. Like it's. I don't know what it is, man. It's just awful. It's but terrible. I will say, I was I was on Franklin last night at four in the morning, and there was no nobody out there, no cars, nothing. Like it was it was so weird seeing it with nothing out there. Yeah. Like not even the homeless people were out there. I was I was like, <laughs> but. Is this a ghost town? Yeah, I guess so. But I guess this goes back to like my overarching question of like, do you still feel like UNC is like the same college that you attended when you like go back there? I think so. I mean, just walking through the quad, going to the pit, uh, mm-hmm. you know, th- those were classes. I'm sure this, you know, the same. Everybody has to go to class. It was the it was the surrounding experience, right? Not just the classes, but walking through the quad on a nice day, and or going to around where the old well is. Um, just the the busyness. I really enjoyed that. I, I loved just the campus, how it's set up. Mm-hmm. I mean, you would probably know. I'm sure everything's more digital now. We had textbooks back then. I had to lug around textbooks everywhere I went. Uh, yeah, it's not like that usually. Yeah. Um, so I can't speak on that. It's been 18 years since I graduated. Wow. <laughs> I just had to think about that. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, so I'm sure it's changed a lot, but I feel like when I go there, rarely, just the feel of it seems about the same, the vibe, I guess. No, that, that makes perfect sense to me because I, I feel the exact same way about it, too. I feel like every time I'm walking around campus, something interesting happens. There, there's something that's like, yeah. like, there's always something going on, somebody doing something. 
there's always a, a group out there. Like is this preacher still there? Oh my gosh, yes he is. Yes he is. We we have we have several different we have several different preachers now, and that like, there's like there's varying degrees of how annoying they are. So it just really just depends. But yeah, it's it, it's really. I think it's a unique experience. Like, I, I don't know if every college campus is like that. Like, I'm sure they all are. Yeah, you, th- you think you think so? I'm pretty sure. Uh, I've been on State's campus. They're, they've got, they've got, you know, random weird people out there. I've been on Duke's campus, which is actually a nice campus, even though we hate them. <laughs> uh, but uh, the same thing over there. But yeah, I, I think I think it's probably the same. What I mean, what do you think? In terms of in terms of uh, other colleges and campus life, yeah, I guess I could answer that. I think I think the the thing about UNC, mm-hmm. like specifically, because I've been to state, you know, and I've been to like Duke and all these other places, but like UNC is very connected. Like state state, you know, for example, like Hillsborough Street is different. Like you have to drive to a lot of places. Like even different like different main parts of the campus aren't even connected. Yeah. Like you take buses to different parts of the campus. How Duke is. Yeah, I like how Chapel Hill is set up. It's kind of enclosed. In, it's its own little in community environment, um, especially when you stay in the dorms. Right. Yeah. Right. So if you're on campus, you're kind of in a bubble. I like that. You know, I didn't. I didn't want to be in a big city. I have actually visited UT Austin, and the the school is basically built into this downtown. Oh, jeez. So you, it's not like you walk around and there's a quad or and I'm, if there is I, I didn't see it when i was there um so it's like you're you're basically living in a city yeah it's like not like a prominent like thing there. yeah mm. i think there is a special like aspect to it but it is something that you do see at colleges i think unc just does it really good yeah like with the amount like just i think like the amount of yeah the, like the trees the quad like the amount of people that are out there the fact that most of the classes are centralized i feel like it's a really good environment for just running into anybody that you that you that, know yeah. like I feel like every time I'm there, I, every time I'm on campus, I find at least one or two people I know and just walk past them. Yep. How do you think UNC shaped the development of your career? Number one, the education. So I feel like I got a really good education there. What I wasn't really great at coming out of high school was like socializing with people. <laughs> so having that tight-knit community, going back to this bubble atmosphere, and like you said, running into people, I mean, that really helped me grow as far as connecting with others. And as in my profession now, I got to talk to random people all day long, every day. And so I, I probably wasn't great at that. I probably wouldn't even do this interview mm-hmm. if, if I'm looking back at 17-year-old me. Right. Uh, so that I think that shaped me pretty good, being able to connect with others. Um, actually a business owner, so having leadership qualities. Um, I actually ended up, by the time I graduated, uh, taking on some leadership roles in two different uh, campus groups. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was a vice president of one group and uh, a treasurer or something in another. But I wouldn't have normally ran for those type of roles. Like, it was an elected position, so I had to actually, like, get up in front of people and make a speech and that kind of stuff. Uh, so that was good. So the, the connecting, leadership, those are two things that I was really bad at. Mm-hmm. And I feel like UNC definitely helped me grow in those areas. Um, so yeah, and that still carries on right now. Of course. And I think, 
I really do agree with you because I, I face a lot of the same issues with socialization in high school as well. And I feel like you would see, you really captured it. You, you just, you would see kind of forces you to put yourself out there to some extent, you know, and some people are able to, you know, embrace that and end up, you know, turning into really good leaders, you know, and, yeah. you know, be really good, yeah, you know, socializing. Good so, right. you know, I, right. if I could just sit at home and not talk to anybody all day, that's probably naturally what I would have done. Yeah, exactly. And I really do kind of have the same exact experience where like my first like year or so was like a tough transition for me because I had to like, you know, you have to actually go out there and get out of your comfort zone, make those friends first. And then the next few years of college are super fun because you get to, you know, have drinking buddies and, you know, have people to like play football with on a random Thursday or like, do, do yeah. you know, just do random things like that. Like, I think that's, that's a really important part of college that people overlook sometimes because a lot of it is about classes and you know, getting ready for your career and stuff. But, you know, I, I think both of those things are super important. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, the whole thing just, exp it just helps you become, become an adult. I mean, you have yeah. to take responsibility for yourself. You have to um, figure out how your classes, everybody has to take classes, but the other stuff, how to, how to become a well-rounded individual. Uh, there is some ownership there that you have to take, but uh, it, it cultivated that. So that I mean, I do feel like I I had that support system there. I mean, I did meet with my. Uh, I think they still make you meet with your counselors every now and then. Yeah. Um, I know I had to back then. I had to meet with my counselor at least twice a semester. It's not that often anymore. Okay. But it's you do have to meet with like academic advising at some point. Like, yeah. But they were open to talk about anything. So, you know, sometimes I'd have questions that didn't have to deal with classes, and they would help me out there, so that was good. Um, I don't know if people know that those resources are, are there, because I know now a big thing is mental health stuff. Uh, I don't know if the school does well with that. What do you think? With, with the mental health stuff? Yeah. That's, that's a really interesting question. They have problems. I mean, they've had eight to nine suicides. Yeah, they have. Yeah, state states had theirs. Yeah, we we had a similar like thing last year. We had kind of like a run of them all in like like the span of about a month. And uh, I mean, I think mental health really depends on not only like the school and what the school can do, but also the people that are there and how they're able to like handle things. But I, I really I, there are certain things I feel like that people want changed about certain departments. I think like biology and chemistry, which are two things that you have experience taking classes in a lot of people nowadays are complaining about like the workload, the stress that comes with it. Do you, could you speak to that at all? I guess it also comes down to how you spread out your course loads. Mm -hmm. For me, there was one semester where I probably overloaded myself. It was probably my toughest semester. It was my fall of my second year. I probably had four core classes that were really hard, plus the whatever other random ones I needed to get for my general. The gen eds. You know. Yeah. Um, I think I did the full, what is it, 18 hours is the max? 18 is the max. I don't know. I mean, maybe I did 18. Changed, whatever yeah. it was, I did 18. 18 is a lot. So I did 18 in one semester, four core classes. Killed me, but. I ended up actually with my best semester GPA because <laughs> I just worked really hard. That being said, after that, I was like, not again. Yeah, it takes a toll on you. 
So what I did was I did summer school every year after that. Um, so by the time it was my spring semester senior year, I only needed to take four credit hours. And I was, back then they, they let you uh, underload if you met your requirements. They still do that. Yeah, so I underloaded. Four, I had four credit hours. So my days and Wednesdays starting at noon, I had back-to-back tennis and then racquetball. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. A little, a little physical activity there. That was Mondays, Wednesdays. Those were my only classes those days. <laughs> Tuesday and Thursdays, I had my one actual class, uh, biochem, at 9.30 a.m. So I was done by 11. Uh, and then Tuesday nights, that lab that I put off, I just did that. It was once a week, Tuesday nights. Mm. Uh, Fridays, nothing. So I had three-day weekends. Technically four day. I mean, you gotta just get up to play tennis and racquetball. So that yeah. was uh, attendance. You know <laughs> what I mean? That's a grind. You know? Yeah. That's yeah. That's super interesting. So if you don't mind me asking, this is I guess a good question for the interview, but also just for me in general. So how do you deal with having that much time senior year? Because I feel like, you know, for like a long a long part of college, you're very very busy. You know. So what, what, what exactly do you, did you do with that spare time that you had? That was the only year that I moved off campus. So I had my car. Mm. Uh, so that gave me freedom to go places uh, whenever I wanted. So that helped. Uh, I definitely, I was definitely involved with, like I said, groups on campus. So it gave me more time to focus on those leadership roles. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I was also part of the Bunger Elite team there. And we did national competitions. So it helped me with just having time to do all my practices and stuff with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that was also the year that I really needed to get all my dental school uh, applications, interviews, all that stuff going. Mm-hmm. So it helped me with that. Yeah, just having that time, I had a, I did have a lot of other things going on, just not course class related. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I mean, if you're thinking about doing something like that, it's just having that freedom, right? Yeah. I could go home. My parents lived two hours away, so if I wanted to go home for a weekend, it was easy for me to leave a Friday morning, you know, spend a night or whatever. If I wanted to come back, it was easy for me to get back if I wanted to hang out with friends or something on the weekends. What one one common trend that I've found, like through through my college journey at least, and like some other people that I know that I've talked with this about, is that I feel like a lot of the, the first part of college is very academic based, and then it slowly transitioned into being way more career focused. So like not only the classes become more career focused, but also you have to delegate more time into doing interviews and meeting with people, trying to get internships, you know, trying to do all these things to set yourself up. So I think I, I lived with three other guys and we were all going down. One one guy was also going to trying to go to dental school. So we had a similar path. And then the other two roommates I had, they were both going to law school. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were grinding on that. But they were they were doing law school, but through they were business majors. Mm-hmm. So they were both in the business school uh, applying to law school. Uh, yeah, we were all the same, like career focused, like you said, at that point. Right. Um, wh- what are we going to do with the next step once we graduate? You know, what's going to happen next? So we were all kind of grinding. But it was good to have that surrounding myself with people who were mm-hmm. focused like that. My freshman year, I was not surrounded by those types of people. And so my the, the, my first year in college, I had a two-point-something GPA. Wow. <laughs> I had to really grind myself back out of that. Um, I think that's probably why I mentioned I took that crazy course load my second year because I yeah. was, like, trying to catch up. 
Um, so. But overall, would you say that your pre-dental path and just your journey at UNC has prepared you for your life up until this point? Yeah, I mean, I, I would definitely say that. Everybody has, everybody goes to college, well, whoever goes to college, I mean, they have different experiences. I understand that. For me, it was a good experience. Uh, I'd, uh, my freshman year, I did have a couple of sweet mates. They were nice people, but they were very uh, conservative, and UNC's a liberal school. Yeah. Uh, it's probably way more liberal now than it was back then. Uh, and so these guys would always bash on the school because of the, that. And, yeah. Um, but, and then they were both into politics. They're poli sci guys, so yeah, you know, they're, oh you know, so they were really <laughs> passionate about their views. Um, they think they got it all figured out. They always do. But yeah. we were still friends, and we, you know, drank together, hung out together, had good nights together. I kept up with them, even after we like moved away from each other. But I still would go to their, you know, parties or whatever, birthdays and things like that. So we kept in touch. They were good guys. Uh, we just didn't have the same ideals for life, I guess. Um, but you know, it helped me learn those views because I didn't, I never was exposed to those kinds of passionate views. Right. And it made me think outside the box a little bit from myself. And so that's still something that, uh, the, you know, college experience gave me, uh, into adulthood. So... Right. I'm I'm a pretty middle of the road kind of guy, so even now, you know, you, you see everything in the news, everything's so right and left or whatever. Um, I like to see both sides of the story before I make a decision. Um, I like that. And I don't, I don't think a lot of people do that. Mm. You know, see where the other side's coming from, and then and then choose what you think is the right decision. And that applies to anything. It doesn't have to be politics. It could be how you raise your kids. It could be what you eat. Right. And that's, I feel like that's, that's the really cool thing about UNC is that it's, a, it's an entire, almost like a town full of really, really smart people that have sometimes really strong opinions. But if you're able to like keep an open mind and you know, see what everybody has to say about certain things, I will say like my, my friend group personally, we don't really talk about politics that much. We don't really care about it, but we're, we have like kind of a split, you know, like so some, some of them are like kind of far red. Some of them are, you know, s somewhat far and like blue, you know, and I, I kind of find myself in the middle too, yeah. but I think it's kind of cool to, to just be able to, you know, be receptive to a bunch of different people's I views. Will say, when you get older, uh, that stuff comes out a lot more. The politics. Oh yeah. I, even in dental school, my, my best friend in dental school, we never talked about politics. Uh, but now if you talk to him, I mean, he's a Florida guy. He went back to Florida. We went to school in Maryland. Mm -hmm. But uh, he's definitely way Republican. It doesn't get in the way of our friendship. But, you know, if we go <laughs> conversate down that path, he gets pretty pretty uh, amped up about his views. So. Is he a big DeSantis guy? I'm sure, yeah. He was, I mean, he, he was a Trump guy, too. Oh, yeah. But not like a really crazy Trump guy, but. He's a business owner, and I could see where that was coming from. It was the financial aspects of the politics, right? It's not really. Yeah, that makes sense. He probably didn't care too much about the social aspects of it, which people usually vote along with, along with favors them financially. So. Yeah, I mean, but you'll see more of that as you get. Yeah. When you get in your thirties.
Okay. That's 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 good. Thanks. Thank you for the heads up, honestly, because I'm in my twenties. I could care less, but once you're in your thirties and you're like really working and you're like, where's my money going? Yeah, that's true. That's true. I guess I, I, I was trying to figure out where, where the like, actual like jump in it is, where it's like, oh, I got to start caring about this. I guess it's, it's, once it's, not, you, it's not your first couple of years of working, right? Once you start paying a ton of taxes and stuff, it's just like, yeah. It really kicks in after you get married. And if you plan on having a family, like that's where it really starts. Okay. I didn't really even care after I got married. We were just like both working. We still had flexibility to do whatever we wanted to do because we didn't have kids tying us down mm-hmm. uh, but yeah once you start a family once you buy a house or anything and, and your wallet gets a little strained <laughs> <laughs> then you really start paying attention yeah because if money's yeah if money's not a problem then everything's good you don't you care less about any of that stuff. right right but I, we went through a period where we were struggling for cash and yeah man then you really yeah then you start caring. Oh, that's yeah. That's that makes sense actually. <laughs> so I had um, I had one more question for you. And so one of the audiences that we're trying to target with this website is basically incoming freshmen or people who are trying to learn more about the university, like parents, that kind of stuff. So, do you have any advice for current or future UNC students, just related to UNC experience or just approaching college in general? I guess the the main thing would be. Have an open mind, be excited, you know, try to learn, try to try to get as much exposure to whatever is around you. You know, it is definitely a time. It's an important time in a young adult's life to learn who they are, Mm -hmm. gain meaningful experiences. Um, I think UNC for me, it was it was great, like the, the way they had everything. You know, I and I and I kind of did go through it a little bit more oblivious on those kind of hot topic issues than other people. Like I, I was just trying to focus on myself more than anything. I wasn't trying to let like outside things get to me as far as getting in the way of my studies and or politics or anything like that. Like you're right. a student, right? Be a student. You don't have to be an adult right away, right? You, once you graduate, that's when real world stuff. You can worry about that more. But mm. try to be in the moment. And then you'll really enjoy it, you know? I mean, don't try to grow up too quickly. I remember when I was a kid, I was like, oh, I can't wait till I'm grown up. And now being yeah. an adult sucks. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's what they all say. And like, my brother, he's a freshman at UNC right now. Uh-huh. And he's like, you know, man, I got so much freedom right now. I'm like, dude, you're not an adult yet. Like, you're, you're in that, like, sweet spot of, like, mm-hmm. just getting outside the parents' house and also having some, like, limited freedom, but also not that many responsibilities yet. So it's like, yeah. I think, I think, People should be trying to enjoy that. Time. Yeah, go into it. Go into it with the mindset like, you know, I'm gonna learn. I'm gonna learn, not just academically, but I'm gonna learn mm. socially about myself. I'm gonna learn, you know, what I'm capable of, type of thing. Because yeah, you're not at home anymore. Your parents aren't gonna, you know, hold your hand all the way through. That's what college is for. Uh, you know, g- gaining those, those responsibilities or gaining that that mentality that all right I gotta kind of take care of myself a little bit too so I think as long as you're you're going into it with the mindset that I'm gonna focus on myself you know it's okay to be a little bit uh 
selfish. <laughs> as long as you're not selfish. Yeah, so you're saying it's a balance. No, of... it's okay to be selfish, yeah. you know, at that time. Like, yeah, you don't want to be like a asshole or something like that. Sorry if I'm... <laughs> no, no, it's fine. You, you're, you're welcome to, like, like this, this... But yeah, focus on yourself, yeah. you know, it's really yeah. important. All right, and that's... That's all I had question-wise. Thank you. I mean, if there's anything else you wanted to add to the interview, you're you're welcome to add it. This is your this is your platform to talk to platform. anybody. Line is, I love the school. I love I love the university. I'm I'm a big fan of the athletics there too. So I mean, I rock I rock it every day. Right. Uh, um. But yeah, I mean, I, I think I think if you choose to go there. You're not going to be let down and just make the most of it. And same thing, you know, focus on yourself. It's, it's, it's a really formative four years. Mm. So do, do with it what you can. Of course. Thank you for your time.